Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Bone, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Last night, I want to thank uh, Third Lake Greg, Greg Wolf, who is the in-game announcer. You know Greg? Yeah. He uh, made it so they put a nice uh, announcement on the scoreboard for my son uh, who scored a goal and was at the game with his team last night. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's a cool thing. I can't imagine if I... My son's so used to that stuff. He's like, oh, that was cool. But I'd be like, oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. When we were kids, that old digital, those little digital dots and lines <laughs> said our names on the scoreboard. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was. it's up on the uh, Instagram. It was pretty cool. They did a nice little thing. It's on yours. Uh, yeah, well, I put it on the story of our other one, too, because I wanted to say thank you to the Lightning. Uh, and the Lightning won last night in a uh, shootout, which is the scariest way to watch your team when it comes down to the very end. Uh, I love shootouts. Yo, I, I mean, I love them, but, you know, even in soccer, watching that stuff is great, but it's it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, I, I used to love, because growing up playing soccer, I used to love shootouts, and I used to love being in the shootout. I was like, I got this. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do pressure. this. I can't handle Oh, man, I used here. to take all the penalty kicks. We had our next-door neighbor uh, who played soccer as well. They had a goal in their backyard, full-size goal, and we used to play over there all the time, and I would just be out there kicking goals, upper right-hand corner, upper right-hand uh-huh. corner, upper the goalie can't get it. That's right. Put it over his head. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is I want to offer, uh, I don't know, condolences to our uh, our radio friends who are getting blown out at iHeart everywhere. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah. I, I don't know who and I don't know what, but I heard uh, over a dozen folks in the Tampa Bay area lost their jobs. And it was, of all people, it was Hoppy who put it on his Facebook yesterday. Hoppy said, I don't get people celebrating when other people in the same profession lose their jobs. I'm with you, Hoppy. Uh, I, I, I'm with you 100%. Yeah. We, it's like you forgot what it was like when you got fired. And you're worried and you're saying, what the hell am I going to do now? I don't know where to, uh, you know, what am I going to work? Because some of these people were probably in the very beginning of their career. Some of them may have been in the middle. Some of them may be, uh, this is the end for them. And this is a very sad and scary time. And it just shows you that the uh, the changes that are being made aren't always good for everybody. And and uh, I feel bad for these people. But hopefully, you know, the people who really love radio and want to stay in it will keep going and find someplace else to work. So Randy Allen hit me up last night on uh, uh, text. And, you know, you picked Mo as your bone person yes. that you thought would be out. Well, Mo had posted this, and this is what Randy sent to me. No one stays in radio because they love it. You love it before you know it. You stay in because it's a calling, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it says it sucks. Uh, if you go show up and your key card doesn't work anymore. And so Randy's like, oh, boy, points for Mike. And I go, "Uh uh-oh. And he goes, first to go. And I go, no, that's only counts for death, Yeah, whatever this and that. I go, 
his card might just be messed up. We don't know. And he's like, oh, we'll see. And then Mo posted, not about me. I heart had a wrecking ball today. <laughs> blah, 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 this, that. And I go, there you go. Yeah, Let's not I, start giving Mike points just yet. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, and no, by the way, they never do that. The only way you're coming to work and your key card doesn't work is if you did something insane the day before. Threatened yeah. the place. If you're getting fired, they're not just locking you out in the morning. Or if they just totally sold the company. What was the place where they showed up and that's how they found out? They were like, yeah, they sold it. and yeah, it, just that, it was a restaurant, wasn't it? <laughs> I think oh, so. Like that. Yeah, yeah we, this corporation doesn't work that way. I know there's going to be a day where, and, and I know it's going to come at an odd time where we'll be still number one and still huge, but something will change and they'll bring in the office and they'll go on a Friday after the show and say, uh, corporate says you make too much money, or they do this and that and the other thing. And, or yeah, our yeah. robot uh, overlords yeah. say that to where you should be doing this For instead. Real, yeah. Right. So that's AI just how this business true. is. For I've been fortunate where uh, I've only been fired twice, both from the same radio station and the same radio company. And uh, every other time has been a positive move for me. And there really haven't been that many moves. I mean, I'm here almost 14 years. I don't want to jinx it. Knock on wood. I have never been fired. I have only worked at three radio stations. This is the third one that I worked for. I've been here 13 years. And in June, I will be in radio for 20 years. It's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. How is that? I mean, I'm 28 years old. How is that possible? (laughs) Well, like for Spanish and myself, this is both our first radio jobs. Like he had a school. And you make more than he does already. Oh. (laughs) Listen, Spanish makes way more than I do. Mm. But this is both our first radio jobs. I've never known what it's like to put together a demo or like actually go seek. I literally showed up. I sent a, or someone sent a a bikini picture of me to Mike. Mm -hmm. He said, send her in. I came in and they were like, as long as you're willing to work for free and do what we tell you. Yeah. Like most slaves. Yeah. (laughs) And here I am. And it's just like, I'm so scared. I, I, it's funny because, um, I was fired and then, uh, CBS was like, um, we'll send over a demo. And I went, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, I've worked in this market for 10 years and I gotta send you a demo. You know what I do? Like, I was like so annoyed by that. But, uh, yeah, I didn't know how to do it. I mean, I knew how to do it, but I didn't have... I had to go start finding material and all that. Uh, I did it, and it became uh, a passion. Like, I love putting together a demo. I love doing that stuff. And you know what? That's something that you could do after, like, when you're retired or stuff. There's people that will pay for you to do that for them. You know what I mean? And that's something... That'd be something easy that you could do from home and stuff. Yeah, Spanish bucks. is ready. <laughs> thousand bucks to make my demo. Oh man, fifteen hundred wow. if you could get it to me by the end of the month. That that is way <laughs> more. Two thousand today. All right, that is way more than I would have charged you. So <laughs> yeah, yes, fifteen hundred by I the end of the month. Yeah, Gio, you've been fired a bunch. Oh yeah, yeah. Gio, you've worked at nineteen different places. <laughs> the last time uh, iHeart had their big uh, firing, like that fired like thousand people, I got fired. Oh really? I was part of that. Yeah. And what do they say to you? What was? Were you dislocated? Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> dislocated wasn't the word at the time. But I remember he's like, yeah, we, we had did the budgets. I know you've noticed there's a lot of changes that are happening company-wide. We did the budgets, and you're no longer a part of it. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. We did not figure you into the next year's budget. Yeah. That's awful. How many different shows have you worked for? Oh, just on this. I've worked them all on this station. He really has. Except yeah. Roger and JP, yeah. You were at 97X. Yeah. They brought you over here to what? What was the first show? I worked with Spice. Then? Drew. Then Mo Mo and Johnny. Then just Mo. Then SBK. Then here. And then here. Yeah. We poached you. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, Where are you going next? (laughs) I got a couple feelers out. Um, 
But you worked in Tallahassee, then you worked in Sarasota, right? Yeah, I was in Tallahassee, and there I was on three different stations. In Tallahassee? Yeah. I started on sports. Or no, I actually started in country, then went to sports, then back to country, then back to sports, then to the rock station, and then to Sarasota. You and Galvin are the only ones in this room who have ever hot-jocked the song before. Yeah. yeah. Never, I did it for several years. I, I think it, I not. might be awful at that. Yeah. You'd it's, be surprised. I it's did easy. it for, for college radio. But just throw count. in killer, killer rock and roll every once in a while. Yeah. People will get it. I, I listen to those guys like on uh, Satellite who do it after every song. They have to come up with something witty to say. Ugh. And I don't know what I would do. Like the, the MTV guys we were talking about before is great because they got you know 30 years to talk about. Yeah, I got to tell you, I listen to radio and I hear people do that and I cringe because there's so many. And I know that they're trying and I get it. And I, Listen, there was stuff that I did that I cringe at now. Yeah. But you just go, maybe just intro the song and not try and be, you know. <laughs> well, now it's, cool. even, it's even more fake than it used to be because you'll hear people say, you know, some DJs even locally here in town will be like, hey, shout out to Bill and Newport Richie. You got that yeah. song coming up for you next. Shut up, dude. Yeah, you're not in the studio. Yeah. Bill never called. Yeah, there's no request. Nobody's reading emails for song requests You in live in Louisville. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. suck. What, um... Hmm... What? Uh, Aaron says he knows what the uh, company was that shut the doors and the people didn't know. Oh, what was it, Aaron? Uh, it was uh, Montgomery Wards. Everybody showed up and uh, everything was locked down. Well, ma- that's not what we were talking about. But that probably happened. But here we're talking about something more recent. It was a restaurant yeah. that closed down. Oh. And every, yeah, but I'm sure that's happened uh, plenty of times, though. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the, uh, the call. Uh, before we bring Chico in... Galvin. Galvin in the morning. Oh, yeah. I have to disagree with that. It's not gay for guys to have cats. Okay. I had three of them. My cats used to get high with me. So oh, brother. I had one. He was a tiger-striped cat, and he used to love to get high. Sit on the uh, the arm of the chair while we smoke weed. That doesn't help your argument whenever you're a person that gets your cats high. That that <laughs> blows your credibility. <laughs> That's another Hello? thing that is absolutely amazing this to me. This was the uh, second these, thing I sent demo, you. Yeah. That Porn was the second one, though. Checks. Oh, I know. Look how cute and you right. know, she's like 19. Yeah. And- and hot. Yeah. I think I dated her. <laughs> you know? I, I, Did she grow up on a farm? Because she seems to like the animals. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. That. Who is that? That was Murph. Oh, was it really? Yeah, who's dead now? I know. What did you do? We both have partners who died. Yeah. We're getting old. Uh-huh. Uh, G- uh, not Gio. What is your name? Spanish. Yeah. Please go get uh, Chaconi and Bram in here. Well, anyway, I wanted to mention those people and uh, and encourage them to look for jobs elsewhere. It's how radio is. Congratulations. You're now officially in radio Oof. once you've been fired. It's rough. Hope you didn't have a house. Good luck. That's the way you want to see. Let me look at this guy. Oh, look at you. You're still in such good shape, aren't you? Well, I try. Yeah, you do. How often do you... By the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, your former <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning tough guy, Enrico Ciccone, is here with us. Good um, to be here. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's great, great to, to see to you. Meet the whole gang. I, I hear you guys a lot, but... Have you never met anybody? Have you ever no. met Calvin? No. no. Sorry, that's Galvin. Galvin. Don't curse. We're live on the air. That's Spanish. That's Spanish. That's Matt, Carmen. Yeah, Carmen. Yeah. Um, and uh, you've never been in the studio here before? Never. Never. Oh, my God. I try to come once, you know, once when every time oh, I come. We're very popular. Tampa. <laughs> we go to dinner every night, though. Yeah, yeah, When yeah. I come here, though. That works out. Yeah, once a night. Uh, okay, so Chico is, you come, let me guess and tell me if I'm right. You were on the Blackhawks, and you went from the Blackhawks to Tampa. And no. That, no. No. Where did you come from? I started uh, with the Minnesota North Stars. Right. Which they, they, don't, they don't exist anymore, so that makes me pretty old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I went to Washington. The Capitals? Capitals, okay. and I came here. 
the Tampa. When were you in Chicago? Uh, after Tampa. Oh. After Tampa. The year they went to the, uh, finally, we made the, the playoffs. Right. And I got traded. deadline. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Chicago, right. and yeah. then you came back here. Then I came back after uh, two years, two and a half years. Yeah, okay, you brought me back. All right, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Um, and now it's interesting because a couple of years ago, five years ago to be exact, you were here and uh, your son was here. Yeah, how old is he now? He's twenty one now. Okay, so yeah. he was like sixteen when he was here last time. Yeah, and you said this is something that I always ask people. I always like, especially when they're fathers and sons. I always go, when did your son realize that you're cool? You know what I mean. <laughs> Like, I, I always want to know, like, when when your kid kicks in. And last time you were here, you're, you said your son would watch your videos on YouTube, and he'd yeah. go, oh, all you do is fight? Exactly. Like, Meanwhile, we were like, we're all, like, fans, and we're like, fight, Chico, fight. And he's like, oh, all you do is fight? But you know what? That that that, that pained me. That yeah? pained me when he saw that. You know, because when I retired, he was two years old, so he never really saw me play right. with Montreal sucks, at the end with sucks. Montreal Canadiens. Exactly. Yeah. It sucks because he... One time, all his buddies are all excited. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, your yeah. dad. Oh, Enrico, your dad. And he goes, my dad's not a hockey player. He only fights. Oh. <laughs> and he said that one day. Dad, you don't you don't play hockey. You just fought. Right. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> that just broke my heart because the only thing you see on YouTube, it's all fights. Right. Well, I mean. But I scored some goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, know, you were a good player. And, and also, the other thing is that uh, we didn't have the kind of footage available back then like we do now. Yeah. Everything's immediately well, available see what on the you're, internet. See what you're showing? Just yeah. fights. There's Chico, the fights. Chico, you should embrace <laughs> this now. I mean, if you were my father, I'd be like, oh, my father's a badass. Yeah. Your son knows that now. Now that he's older, I bet he gets it. Yeah, well, I think he does because yeah. it's it's the way I was doing it. It's not because I was doing it for fun. No. It's because I was taking care of somebody, taking right. care of my teammates. And uh, that's what I do now in my new job. But that kind of hurt me when I got into uh, politics. Oh, that you were a they, fighter? They used that against me, you know? So, so because they think that we're all stupid because we're hockey, right. hockey players. We fight. We, uh, we're just we're a goon. Bullying everybody yeah, on yeah, the yeah. ice. Well, they, they, they think that we do the same thing. Of the ice, which is not, and they don't understand. And it took me a while to really understand that um, you you you're fighting for a purpose. You're not fighting just because you bumped into a guy and no. you don't like each other. Something either happened to one of your other players. Like sometimes you'll go out after a guy because he did something to one of your star players or something like that. Exactly. Or sometimes you just need to get under their skin, kind of throw them off a little bit, and that's part of what hockey is. Exactly. Well, he used to be a part of that. Now it's not that anymore because we don't these type of players that I was back then. They tend to to get them out of the game. They don't they don't use them anymore because it's they try to get the violence down yeah. in the NHL, which is okay because now we know what's going on with uh, concussions and everything. Thing. So we have to be careful. But when I used to go out and fight, it's because somebody, you know, hit Bradley or Hammerlick. Right. Or sometimes we were losing the game 3-1, 4-1 at the end. So we try to mix it up, you know, try to to, 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 to make Sparkle your players exactly yeah. make your, your players feel stronger, you know, more powerful. So that was a part of the game. But if you ask me if I liked the fight, I didn't like the fight. Nobody gets likes to get punched in the face and Some, broke his nose. Sometimes I think you like the fight. After it, was, <laughs> after it was over, I've seen you walk to the locker well, room before. The, 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 the sad thing and the scariest thing is that when I fought, I, I don't remember that time I was fighting. Yeah. I'd wake up after. Oh, really? And sometimes guys would go, oh, my God, Chico, what'd you do? I'm like, what did I do? Because uh, you, know, you kind of lose it. Your adrenaline you kicks in lose so it. hard. Yeah. Exactly. So in survival mode. Do you have one that you look back on that you love the most? Uh, or a rivalry? You know what? I uh, The rivalry, 
Well, I like the, the, the Detroit Red Wings rivalry. You know, uh-huh. I've um, I, we had a fight one time with uh, Jamie Pusher. That's a funny story because Jamie Pusher used to be a used to be a scout for the Lightning right. at the end of his career, and and um, you know you, sometimes you get traumatized, uh-huh. you know, with what happens in the past. You know, I know there's one of my teachers in fifth grade. She traumatized me so much that when I went to the school to do a conference, like 30 years later, I kind of froze in front yeah, of her yeah, because the, she took me back to when I was 11 years old. Yeah. She used to be really tough on me. Would it but... be great if Chico punched her? <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. No. So I saw Jamie in the uh, in the press box, you know, that's, that's a while back, and when he saw me, he, he put his eyes down, you know, and because I kicked his butt pretty badly. Right. <laughs> and he kind of got intimidated, and he put his uh, eyes down, and he came all red, and he kind of went Avoided somewhere else, you, yeah. avoid me. So I'm like, come on, man. It's like it's been 15 years. Was, yeah. So I went to him, and I started talking to him. Hey, Gene, what's going on? So he kind of felt. Yeah, yeah, better, yeah. but at first he was like kind of intimidated. Well, you don't still, know. You know, he still. doesn't know if you're going to have any anger, angry feelings towards him either. You know. Well, I yeah, kicked his would? butt. I right. mean, I'm not going to have feelings. Got it know? all out. Exactly. I don't know. I still, I hate people for a long time. <laughs> you do? I, I, I don't. I like don't. people always say, it's not good for you. I go, ah, it's, work, it's working for me pretty good. No, I don't because people tend to tell me, well. You, don't forget what he did to you. Yeah. You can't go back there. I'm like, come on, man. Give the guy another chance. Yeah. Another person, another wow, look at you, the big softy now. I've always been a softy. What are you talking about? You know me for 25 <laughs> years. Know. You know I'm a softy. I know. It's hard to think. I love to watch. I love to show my son videos of you fighting and stuff. But you got to stop doing that, man. No. no because, listen. <laughs> that Because he, he, they need to know... They need to know that that's what hockey was like before yeah. and that they were very important guys on the teams that were were a part of that. It's not that you're just yeah. a bruiser, but uh, that's what helps make other players successful. I mean, Wayne Gretzky never got in a fight in his life, but people wanted to fight him. But exactly. it was guys like you who went out there and, and kept totally, him protected. Yeah. 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 Um, you but, know. but it's sad now because now today we kind of know the repercussion of fighting is. We right. know with concussions. And, you know, you get guys that commit suicide that I played with and against. Guys that live in the woods now because yeah. of a CTE there problems. Was, there was a documentary, and I can't remember the name of the uh, of the player. Rob Murphy. He, it was that the one yeah. where he said he hated going out and fighting. That he hated it. That he had to do it a lot of oh, times. No, that no, no, that's not that uh, documentary. I know what you're talking about. Murphy's uh, the one who lives in the woods, right? But Rob Murphy lives in the woods. Yeah, yeah. he's got a problem. Yeah, but no, I know you're talking about. There was too. a guy who was uh, he was mainly fighter out there, yeah. and he said, "You don't understand." He goes, "I would get stomach exactly aches. like I would get so upset about it because he knew he had to go out there and fight, and he didn't want to do it, but he was good at it, and that was his role." And he goes, "I hated it so much." And a lot of people the, think these guys go out there and they love it. No, and that's all they want to do is fight. Because the, the wheel is turning, you know, yeah. the wheel is turning, and you get older, then you get these new guys coming in. You know, new ways of training. They're bigger. They're stronger. And you're at the end, you're, you know, you're 30 years old in hockey and 30 years old. You're you're old. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been Your there for 10 years. Your body's 60 now. Yeah. I couldn't sleep in the afternoon. You know, I had ulcers. You know, I had a hard time eating because I knew that that young buck was coming after me right. just to, to give himself a name. So it's tough, man. It's, it's, more, it's tougher Do mentally you than physically. A <laughs> I'm Canadian, man. <laughs> I'm Canadian. Work. We don't have guns uh, in Canada. I mean, on the ice, just to, if you know a guy's coming <laughs> at you, just to be prepared. Get a sniper ready. Uh, uh, Enrico Ciccone is here with us. I, I still, 
Go to, I go to a lot of games. I still see 39 Chaconi jerseys. I know. Yeah, those are great. Number 39, not only 39. <laughs> I see uh, jerseys. Every, that's got to make you feel good. Yeah, it makes me feel good when, uh, you know, somebody sends me a picture on Twitter, on Instagram. Yeah, Chico, look at this. You know, that kind of uh, melts my heart a little bit because yeah. you try to do something and leave a mark. You know, and uh, that's what uh, that's what I uh, I told my son yesterday. I, we were at the game yesterday, actually. Uh-huh. We saw that thing with your, your son. Oh, yeah, yeah. How much did that cost you? Millions. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and uh, I told my son, you know, I said, you know, where you're sitting right now? You know, dad took the shovel, you know, and the first you know, piece of earth. And moved it. And yeah. moved it. You know, I did that with uh, Phyllis Pizzito. Pizzito yeah. And uh, Roman Emmerich. So I said, you know what? Dad built that. I said, Vinny LeCavalier paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> but Chico built it. <laughs> That's awesome. Can I ask you, this is going to be a tough question to ask you because I don't, I, they retired uh, St. Louis number yeah. first. Yeah, before Vinny and I didn't agree with that. What do you think about that? Well, you know what? Uh, at the time, I think uh, like Saint Louis was retired. You know, I think, I think it was just There's only a year matter, apart. Yeah, but I think it's just a matter of timing. You know, you wanted to do something, especially with it's uh, a, a franchise like the Lightning. They have, they have no numbers retired. Right. You no, know, they. You tell me they had to wait for Vinny to retire. You, don't know, you like, don't know when Vinny's going to retire. Eh, we kind of had an idea. I mean, Vinny ended his career by going to another team to see, just to play for the playoffs. So you know it was coming. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just think that that really from that the moment that that kid came here, they put this whole organization on his shoulders, yeah. and he carried it very well, he and did. and uh, would have stayed here forever. And lives here now, and I believe, like you said, paid for that place. Yeah. So I, I, you know, not that it was disrespectful, but because St. Louis certainly deserves to be up there as well. Mm. I just think they should have held out for Vinny. I was just curious to see what everybody else. I was just waiting for that statue of Vinny. Yeah. You know, well, went, I told I told St. Louis something's got to happen because he, he's the man here. You're right. You know, I he, told St. Louis no statue for you because it's a <laughs> tiny little statue. <laughs> he did not find it as funny as you are. Well, we had a great interview. Not. We had a great interview with him, and I threw that out at the end, and he just went silent. I was like, "Well, okay, good yeah, luck, good talking." Gotta to go. You. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that, you know, that was one of the issues with him. I mean, he's from uh, Laval, where uh, close where I live, from Quebec, and and they always told him he was too small, he small. wouldn't make it. And when I'm at the end of my career, he was trying to make it, come in with the Calgary Flames, and he couldn't make it because back then it used to be like a belligerent game, big game, strong guys, right. a lot of holding, and he still made it. When he came to Tampa, so yeah. so that's why that was something that followed him, and not only made it, but became such oh, a, one of a the great best players, yeah. exactly. And one then, the uh, and then, you know, we had, we were real lucky. I mean, once that once that turn went into that new generation of players, and you had Vinny, and you had uh, Brad Richards, and you had, I mean, uh, Fedotenko came yeah. over here, all these good guys that came here and played with this team, and then the guys before that, Gratton and. Weimer, and we've always had a fun group of uh, of guys that played here. Yeah. No, it was good, but and there was two mentalities also. Yeah. You know, uh, as far as you went in time, well, guys got to be a little bit more serious. You know, they didn't go out as much, right. and, you know, they trained more the way they were training, the way they were eating. You know, in my days, we used to go out, have a good time, you know, have a few beers, right. and, uh, you know, we didn't watch what we ate all the time. It didn't exist. Nutrition you know? really didn't exist like that for It for did, you guys. but not at this, not, not like now. Not, no. Now, the, now the they do macros and counting uh, every, oh, yeah, yeah. God, they weigh their food and everything, and they count the percentage of protein and, and fat they eat. Yeah, and, yeah that's like know? the, uh, you look at the, like, the seven these baseball players and stuff—they look like they're just a, it's a math teacher. Yeah, they yeah, can yeah. also play well, baseball. You know, it's <laughs> so weird. You know, we went to uh, uh, to the restaurant Eddie V's uh, what Sunday night? Yeah, can we say Eddie V's? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. They're great. Well, they owe you what 
50 bucks now? No. no, no, no. <laughs> They've given me enough, believe and, me. And, uh, you know, we, the, 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 the L.A. Kings were there. Yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah. It's funny because uh, Galvin, always, when they used to come out, his son and uh, Pete's son, uh, they, they just they can name them. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. It was, they yeah, all it was looked like, exactly the same to me. Everyone, they were all wearing black on black with baseball hats. <laughs> and every guy that walked out, except for Dowdy, who I knew, yeah. looked the same. And they were, they were like, no, that's, that's this Connor, guy, that's, that's Gaga. Yeah. It's this guy, that's, that's this guy, that's Brown. I'm like, oh, my God, even though I was in the game. And uh, two years ago, I had a sports, uh, radio sports show in Montreal, yeah. number one sports show. And, and you know, and you, you see these uh, these kids, and I'm like, then I talked to to, to, um, to Pete and, um, and Mike. I said, what happened to their shoulders? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these guys have no shoulders. It's, I mean, they're so skinny. Yep. I'm like, what's going on? These guys would have got killed in our days. Yeah, yeah. But I saw the game yesterday. You know, you see how they play. They don't hate each other anymore. No. It's all or about finesse. speed. It's yeah. all about speed and finesse. It now. is all about speed. Yeah. When when Braden Point first got here and that kid used to get that puck, I, I never seen anybody move so fast. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, you, uh, I love the shootout at the end. Yeah. I mean, it's the anxiety. If you're a goalie, I don't know how you get through that mentally. I know the pressure is on you. You could screw it up for everybody right there. I, I know, I know it's tough, but you know, me, this is the part of the game that I don't like. Actually, I the don't like out. because I've always had the, the the warrior mentality. Is that when you win a game, it's because you left everything on the ice, right? You know, and uh, and to win a game with a shootout, you know, three on three at the end and the shootout. But what's the, what do you do? Come you, on. you go, you leave it at uh, a tie. Yeah, leave it at ties. <sighs> I, the fans want to see a shootout. Well, exactly. Know, yeah. The fans they want to see, a, you know, they want to see a show, a spectacle. That's okay. It's, yeah. they you pay the money, but you don't feel so bad if your team loses at a shootout because you're like, well, what are you gonna do? It's one. Well, that's the other thing. You lose a shootout and you still get a point. What is that? You yeah, because you win a point because you lost. Well, you're really tied. That, no, you lost. Oh. <laughs> you lost. You're, yeah. on the, you're in the lost yeah. uh, column. So that's yeah. not that's not the right way to do it. Um, who's the best goalie you played with? The best the goalie again? Well, play with or against? Played with, like on your team. Well, uh, Eddie Bedford. Eddie oh Bedford. yeah, yeah, he yeah. was good. He because was really you're, good. you're the. I mean, that, that is easily your your way to success. I mean, you know, yeah. every team wants. A, of course. Uh, you know, Darren Poopo was great too. Was he? Oh, Darren was good. I don't remember. Like I see him more now than yeah. I did when he played. Yeah, I'm. A, I was. I didn't really. It's weird because I grew up in the Northeast, but wasn't really a hockey fan until I came here. Yeah, Darren I was so was a good into player. baseball and football. That guy was. A, he was a silent genius. He, yeah. Oh yeah. He, a, he didn't. He didn't speak much, but when he spoke, you know, everybody listened because just the the, the stuff he used to get out. You know, he, he's an engineer. You know that? Eh? No, I didn't. Uh... Yeah, yeah. He's an engineer. He's a very smart guy. And uh, I remember sometimes you sitting right beside me, and guys would say stuff about the the water rising, and you know, and then he was just shake his head. Like, uh... <laughs> so I'm like, what's going on, Poops? Go. That's impossible because of this and that. And then he lost me. Yeah, yeah. He was so smart. He was so smart. <laughs> He, but he was a good goalie. I see him a lot now at charity events and stuff, and yeah. he seems like a really nice guy. The one, yes, yeah. the one thing that I remember about Poopa is, I don't think you were here anymore, but I went into to, uh, goal against the Lightning players. It was against Grattan, uh, Dino, uh, Corey Schwab was was the goalie at the time, or like a back or a backup yeah. goalie, or whatever. And it was somebody else. Anyway. But I, I had to wear Poopa's helmet because it was the only one that fit my big head. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he had a giant he melon. Had a, he had a big head. Yeah, he did. He I, I was like, oh, thank God there's another giant-headed man on this team. <laughs> uh, Enrico Ciccone is here with us. Ciccone uh, left hockey in what year? Uh, 2000, 2001. Okay, and then uh, went into broadcasting immediately? I, right away. Yeah, and right away. good at it. Right away. Yeah. I uh, did uh, 18 TV. years of TV. 
I did the Olympics. I was in Pyeongchang in 2018. Oh, really? I did uh, for CBC uh-huh. uh, in French, so I did all that. And uh, I did two Olympics. I did pretty much everything between the benches, yeah. you know, during NHL games. You love that? I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're back in the game, right? and you know you're not going to get hurt. You're not going to get penalties. But you can tell <laughs> on the ice. Man, right. it's, yeah. it's beautiful. So, uh, so I did that for 18 years, and uh, then I just uh, stumbled and got into politics. Yeah, before we get into politics, I have one more question. <laughs> and I asked who Callahan was in here last. When you're on the ice, yeah. how much can you see the crowd? Well, I didn't really see the crowd. You don't, like, you Callahan, don't hear- I ask Callahan, I go, can you see a hot girl in the third row? He's like, absolutely. I'm like, can you see a guy giving you the finger in the fourth row? He's like, absolutely. Well, you know what? Callahan was a good player. Yeah. You know, I was a okay player. Uh-huh. So I had to be concentrate On the ice. On the ice yeah. for everything, you know, because when you get the tap on the shoulder, you got to go and you got to get ready and you got to be, you can't get distracted. Right. Yeah, I didn't have the, uh, how can I say that, the liberty to be distracted. Gotcha. You you know? So I didn't hear there. I didn't hear the crowd. I didn't see the crowd. But what the, about when you're in the penalty box? Can they taunt you? Did you care about that? Well, I tried to stay concentrated there again because, yeah. you know, when I was in the the rink, I could lose it very, very quickly. Right. You know, so that I had to be careful and concentrate and not to lose it. What's the one way I can get under an opposing team skin if they're in the penalty box and I'm sitting next to the box? Put my butthole on the thing? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I would be. I mean, like, I don't want to, like, uh, although sometimes you don't want to do that because Ty Domi type guys, which you don't really see anymore, will climb out into yeah. the stands to beat you up. Well, you know, you can't climb out, climb to the stands. You know, once in the playoffs against Colorado, you know, they had those pom-poms night, you yeah. know, those white things. You yeah, know, yeah. when I got out, I got expelled from the, the game. I got 10 minutes, so so I left the, the, the ice, and everybody started throwing those pom-poms Pom-pom. at me. So I turned around, and I went to the rail. I didn't touch anybody, yeah. but I went to the rail. You know, like, hey, what are you guys doing? Then everybody came. The cops came. They took me out. And I had a phone call with the, the commissioner the, the, the next day. He goes, Chico, you're lucky you didn't touch anybody. Because the fans are the most important person, people yeah. in the game today. Yeah. I said, but I know, but what did you do to, 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 to Stop keep you that from, from doing hit. that? Yeah. So after that, we got that, uh, you know, that big um, the, the cover. that goes over it, yeah. Because back then, we didn't have any covers. Right. They used to throw stuff at us. The last game with the Minnesota North Stars before we, we were leaving to Dallas, I mean, people were throwing bottles. Oh, jeez. I mean, bottles onto the ice. You know, I remember getting like a, a bottle of vodka right in front of me. Really? It exploded in front of me. See, I don't, I, I like. It's ridiculous. I like a rivalry. Like, uh, I think it's, it's, it's fun to boo the other team when they come out. If it's a light, uh, oh, boo, bad team. But um, I like that uh, both the team, both the, the teams that have the, if the Canadian teams are there and they play the Canadian national anthem, you better respect both countries' national anthems. Yeah, you don't you don't throw anything at the players. You can boo them all you want. That, and I don't mind when a, when opposing teams' fans are in the stands. It'll be mm. it'll be queer if it was just all Lightning fans and you'd have nobody to go against. You know exactly. Uh, so I don't mind it, but you can't you can't cross the line there. And unless you get a guy. Like Marshan, who's licking people's faces and stuff, then he deserves a smack every once in a while. <laughs> of course he does. He deserves to to be suspended. Also, I yeah, mean, you, you can't do that. He's a weirdo. Right. He's a weirdo. You know, you, you punch somebody in the face if you want because that's tolerated by the NHL. But to lick somebody in the face, yeah, no, come on, an ugly man. guy like that. Like if a nice handsome guy licks you in the face, it's <laughs> well, okay, but... that wouldn't have happened to me because no. he couldn't reach me anyway. That's true. That's true. Uh, all right, so tell me now, you do TV, you do radio, everything's so successful for you. 
what in the world? Like, I've known you for a long time, and you've never been, you've always been a smart guy, but never in the world were you like, one day I'm going to go into politics. And the next thing you know, I see you running for some sort of office. We don't understand how your weird Canadian government works. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're, we're, uh, we're like the British. We're like the British uh, government, the way they do it there. So we have, um, well, actually, I was doing good on TV, doing good on the radio. We had a, I was a morning man also. and But since I was 33 years old, Mike, they, every time there was an election, yeah, they used to approach me on the federal and provincial side. So every time. You're a, you're a liberal. Yeah, I'm a liberal, yeah. So they would go to you, that well, side or that matter, both e- sides? Every side. Okay. I mean, we have more than two sides in Canada. Oh, here you got the Republicans and Democrats. That's but it. us, we have like four different parties. And you know? I know because I drove through and I could see all the signs. I yeah. went through during an election. There were a lot of different parties. Yeah. And it seems like every time I go to Canada, there's an election. Well, the department now we have in Quebec, we have four uh, parties. Okay. Which is good because, I mean, it creates debates and, you know, different ideas. And, and what are the so, – so here we have conservatives and liberals. Yeah. What are the – other? is there a moderate – Modern we have liberals, parties. yeah, we have more nationalist uh, party. Okay. We have one, it's more of an uh, environmental okay, party. Yeah, yeah. Then we have uh, the, the Parti Québécois, which they want to separate from Canada. Oh. So that's... Uh, that's uh, to get Montreal to but separate. But that's the opposite of the liberals. You know, okay. We wanna, you know, we're, we're, we're happy Quebecers in our country. Okay. So All, right. Uh, All right. So, so, so they approach you a bunch yeah, of times. So they approach Why every you? Time. Because you're famous as a hockey player or because no, they believe you know... Uh, no, because I took positions. Well, I took positions with uh, education, with the uh, drugs, with kids. You know, I, we I put in a lot of policies. You know, with the hockey world, and, right. you know, sports. So, so they said that guy's got you got uh, leader potential. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, with, I was good in debates also. So he said, well, he's good in communication. He's on TV, and you know, he does stuff. Devastatingly and, handsome. <laughs> well, he doesn't. He doesn't let go when he has something in his head. So that kind of people like that. Yeah. And finally. It was uh, it was last year in 2018. You know, it was what what 2018. They called me again. You know, said Rico, we'd like to meet you, and it was the right timing because after I remember after a show, you know, I used to from six to ten in the morning, like yeah. like you. And uh, it's so funny because I would watch you online doing your show live, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Hey, there's Chico," and then all of a sudden the mic would go on. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> Sounds like he's doing great. Yeah, yeah that was that was French. So I uh, saw so it be on my patio outside, you know, by the pool at ten forty five, uh-huh. and I, I would feel useless. Uh, yeah, I would feel you're, useless. You're too so young I'm, of a guy and too smart of a guy to be retired. I said, I yeah. love I love the show. I love what I do in the morning. But what do I do now? So I felt useless, and and that came about again. So I said, you know what? This is the time. Yeah, at forty eight years old, uh, I'll be fifty in April. So I said. That's a t- if you want to do something, leave a mark, do something. So that's why I jumped, and, and you, I got elected. <laughs> I was just saying, how, uh, how, uh, like, you, who are you going up against? A bunch of people, one person. Yeah, a bunch like, of people. Yeah, bunch of people. And my and be honest, how much of your, how much of your winning had to do with your fame? Uh, not really. Okay, you know, I, I'm not gonna take all the credit. I think it works against you. I'm not gonna yeah. vote for some dumb hockey well, player. Th- that's that I don't that's know. Yeah. that's what happened too. Right. So, oh, hockey player, yeah. what does he know about you know the, the our world and politics and and that that played against me they played all these you know it is in politics they try to dig for bad stuff you know so at first call me i'll sell you out (laughs) (laughs) not a chance so uh so when when i decided to go you know you gotta think about that okay what did i do uh somebody's gonna come up or you know then after a while i said no you know i've been clean and uh you know i pay my bills i have no debts you know i'm all this and i did everything right so 
So and they, I'm sure they dug. Yeah. They didn't find anything, so that's why. If they would offer me money, I would have said he mouth kissed me all the time. <laughs> so, well, so what, you, what's, what's wrong with the, no, no, uh, saying, two guys kissing? There's something wrong with that. A little forceful in your hold. Is what oh, I'm okay. Uh, so you so you get elected, and I what, were a poll like how is it? Did you know at a certain point you were probably going to win? Did they poll that you're going to win? Or you don't really. I got a, I got announced winner about 40 minutes after a poll ended. Okay. So they right knew. away, yeah. they knew right away that when is. they opened the boxes, and and that must be a great feeling. This it was a great feeling. A chapter in your life. It was now. a great feeling because uh, the way I came in to 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 my writing and everything, my association, you know, everybody left. Oh, so everybody left. It was a whole rebuild because they didn't agree with me coming. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They didn't agree with me coming because of all that. What does he know? He's a hockey player, and he fights all the time. But they didn't see the, the person behind the hockey player. Right. You know, and I had to prove them wrong, and I did. And I went around and debate and, you know, met the people for 30, 40 days. Yeah. And, yeah, I uh, see you on I Facebook won their hearts. all the time. You're super Yeah, I won their hearts, and there you go, you know. So then I built a new association. and uh, Now, how long can you there. do now this? they love me. How long are you in office for? for? Forever. Well, what's the next oh, it's four years. It's four years. Four years, Every four okay. years yeah. So we're coming up on it, or uh, no? To, uh, to 2022. Okay. So, you need me to come lead your campaign. Uh, it depends what you want to do. I mean, I'm just saying, if you need me to speak in your behalf, uh, here to help me win the election is my chubby American friend. <laughs> <laughs> Should go over very well from Florida. Yeah, but yeah. You're, you're a Trump supporter, so I don't know if that would. Work. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I support the president of the United States. That's oh, you've changed now. No, I support our president. Oh, it's funny. You guys changed. I have a few buddies in Florida that. You know, our big, big Trump supporter and after three years. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> no, this no. and that. We, we had this. I'm, but, not, uh... I'm not wavering in my... <laughs> Here's my thing. I did not want to vote for Hillary, yeah. so I voted for Trump. Okay. I'm not mad at Trump. He does some dumb stuff, but I think he's done all right, and I think there's no doubt in my mind he's going to win again. This is going to be an impeached president who runs for election and wins again. Really? Absolutely. All right. We'll hold yeah. you on that. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Listen... Uh, let me tell you something. You had a lot of Canadians get shot down on that uh, on that Ukrainian plane. Yeah, you, you should call your boy Trudeau and be like, "Hey, we should be a little angry." But he wasn't happy. He wasn't yeah, happy about a, that. But just sitting at home and crying about it isn't going to make it do anything. No, I know. He falls up a little bit. <laughs> I know he cries a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's a sensitive man. Come on, Fine. man. You can be sensitive, but when it comes down to, yeah. is he? He's uh, going to make his brown uh, face paint. Oh, oh, man. Oh, man. That, no. Now I will tell you, I don't think that that's wrong. You know what? I, I'm not going to go into the brown face thing, but uh, I mean, if you go to an Halloween party, you know, you. You, you 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 know, You're if I go if like I go back person. if I go back to all my uh, my Halloween costumes, man, I might have done something stupid there that maybe somebody really? would have pissed off today. But it's a different time, yeah. It's totally you know, but was time. it stupid, or were you trying to look like what? Muhammad Ali, or were today? you trying to look like a? You know, you come in there with some with big lips carrying yeah. a watermelon. You're a horrible person. Yeah. You go in there with uh, brown. Singers, uh, you're trying to play some sort of Middle Eastern guy. That just means you're trying to dress like the, yeah. the character. Well, That's I, odd. I think you have to judge people on what they're doing yes. today. I'm you with know, you on that. With it more, may, maybe last or two years, but to go back 20 years and say, "Look what he does and what he thinks about it." You go back 20 I mean, years. Come and you're on wearing, now. You go back 20 years and you're wearing a clan hood. That's still bad. Yeah. You go back 20 oh, years and you're yeah, wearing, and different. you're just trying to look like oh, Don King. Different. That's yeah. not bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'm all, I'm for Trudeau on that. Well, you know, yeah. just don't paint your face. No, yeah. now yeah. without you, put yeah. a mask on. Not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I'm afraid. Of, I I gave up Halloween just because I'm afraid of Owen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Enrico yeah. Ciccone is here. So, what is the official title? Uh, M and A. 
MNA, which MP, is a, it's member, a member of parliament. Uh-huh. MNA because the uh, the parliament, you know, if you the parliament, we have a parliament in Quebec and one in Canada. That's the that's a federal uh, uh, parliament. And in, in Quebec, we have a parliament also, but it's called National Assembly. Okay. So I'm a member of the National Assembly. And and how much how much does that pay? Does that pay well? No, no, I didn't think so. No, it doesn't. Not from well, a guy I mean, made I mean, millions of dollars I, I, I in hockey. I can't say no because right. people that don't make our money will say, oh, "Look at this guy talking." But I mean, we're paid okay. You're I mean, not doing it for the money, is exactly. What that's saying. what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. And for the hours that we put, right? You know, it's not. It's not like we're making. We're not making millions of dollars, right? right. You know? Okay, and I we, get you. And we don't get paybacks. You know, people say politicians they get. You know, just kickback. That's not. You true. mean like American? Are you nuts? <laughs> we don't do that. We don't do that. So, but we do it for. We're not doing it for the money. We do it because we we believe we can change something. And will you keep doing this? Will you keep? I, well, uh, I love it. You know, yeah. I, I deposit. Is it a bill? You know, it's called Bill 196. It's on concussions. Uh-huh. Just to keep track of all the concussions with the kids. And when you go into sports, well, the coach, yeah. your Gotta organization, your they can see how many concussions that you had. That's great. So that's, that's what I deposited in April, last April. And uh, now the minister has to has to call it, you know, a minister. Who argues against something like that? Like, why would you not I guess that? the government right now. is wow. it, yeah. it's a, There's a lot of partisanship. Oh, man. A lot of partisanship. Because it's the first time in the history of the parliament there's a ex NHL player in this uh, in this seat, you know. Because I take care of sports, leisures, and healthy living. Right. And my opposite, opposite she's a she's a two times go uh, me- um, Olympic medalist. Oh, okay. Also, so it's the first time in history that two high athletes are in the same you know right. dossier and. We can't even work together. That, that's that's a shame. That, so, that's a shame. Politics is so frustrating. Yeah, it you is. want to get stuff done and you can't. You're trying to. Do, most people that get into it get into it with good intentions. But the, the thing is, the problem, the, the things I don't like is that when there's an issue, you know, back then in hockey, thirty seconds, everything's over. Right. But here, it just drags Drag on, on, drags on, drags on, drags on. So that's. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm proud that you are doing well, thanks, so well, man. man. I think it's great. You thanks. are not on my list of guys I thought would go on to politics. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the, uh, the. You have the look, the but look. I would. If you would have said to me, uh, "Hey, I'm doing acting in Canada now, and I'm starring in a new <laughs> role. I play the neighbor who's a former hockey oh, player." I, I, I did some little roles. I did. You did you really? Oh yeah, I did some stuff. That's great. Um, yeah. yeah, cameos. Now yeah. look at you. Well, I'm just a regular person and just try to help people. That's all. All good. That's all, man. Now when I go to the airport, it's so the airport's on my uh, my territory. Oh, you know, it right? is. Yeah, it is. It's mine. The first time it's funny because the first time I got elected, uh, I went out of the country for about uh, a week or so. When I came back, they checked my bags. Oh, the right. first time <laughs> I ever get checked in my life because I got Nexus. I got you know a global entry. I, stuff, got, yeah. I got all that. Yeah. You know. And the first time I come back to my airport in my in my county, yeah. in my riding, and they pulled me over. Yeah. You know, then they pulled me over. And then I got in there to, and the guys were opening my. They looked at me and go, "Oh my God, what are you doing here?" I said, "Well, I don't know. You sent me over here, so you got." Take your stuff and get out of here. <laughs> That's but, so uh, funny. That's uh, like I always. It's ask, okay. They're doing their job. Leroy Selman, if he uh, is allowed to speed on the <laughs> Selman Expressway, and he was like, "Not only am I allowed to speed, I just got a ticket last week." I go, "How? Mm. Who has the balls to give you a ticket on an expressway that's named after you?" That's yeah. ridiculous. But that's that's the other thing. We got to be 
more extra, careful, yeah. extra careful, because somebody will take a picture of you. They will, and even if it's not true, you know, just a rumor, you're screwed, man. Yeah, that's enough. That's all you need these days. Yeah. Well, Enrico Ciccone, one of the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning fan favorites. What do they do with the alumni? You guys got any? Uh, I know that was last year. They did some stuff. Well, the well, the yeah, last year they did the 25th uh, year anniversary. I would be happy to go to an old timers game, like maybe. Maybe one period before a, a lightning game on a Saturday. Well, they can do that. They do so. They do games here sometimes. Yeah. Well, I, we did it in Montreal, Canadians. We do it all the time. Right. We used to go around the the, the the province with them. But here, you know, every time I come here, you know, I uh, just shout out to Rachel, you know, Kilman and uh, Bill Wicket. They always take care of uh, the alumni. They're great people and uh, good. You know, you they some... take, they take care of their own. So I, I went to that game that. where they brought out all the uh, the players that uh, from the. From the teams, all the past players. It was great to see all those guys. Yeah, it's fun. And I, I, read, I, I went to the Fan Fest one year yeah. and run into guys you forget about, Paul Isobar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I remember Because that. that was, you know, this is all new to me, hockey, when I first got here. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm glad I'm glad well, things are going so uh, well. Thanks for, for uh, 25 years of friendship, buddy. Yeah, thank you. You know, and uh, because of you now, my, my son calls me douchebag. You know that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tell the story. Was asking if guys who wear V-neck t-shirts, he didn't like them. He said you look like a douchebag. And Chico was wearing a V-neck uh, t-shirt. He says he didn't like it. And his English at the time was was half and half, you know. And he's like, "You look like a douchebag." And that was it from now on. I'm like, uh, because every, every time, like when it's his birthday on Facebook, or because my father, my my son's a fireman now. So when yeah. he got, you know, into the fireman school, he goes, "Hey, congratulations, douchebag!" <laughs> so they call each other douchebag. Well, it's French, but he calls me douchebag. You gotta say, "Be careful, son," because douchebag will get you a fifty thousand dollars that I pay for your school. Uh-huh. The twenty thousand, mm-hmm. he, want, he poli- wants that money back. As a politician, you can't punch him in the mouth. I could still hit my kid. You, yeah. you can't do that. No. Although my kid's bigger than me now. We took these the picture. Oh, that's funny. The five-year picture we took with our kids at dinner. The difference is unbelievable. I know. How those kids grew Especially so your fast. kids, because your kids were younger. Yeah. They, they're men now. I have a dream that, um, you know, my son plays hockey, and my dream is not for him to make it in the NHL. My dream is for Jake to make it in the NHL, Pete's son. And then, in, and then Jake, he's so good, but he's getting his ass kicked. And they say, ah, we need to call Joey in here. <laughs> and they bring Joey back in, and he brings the goon back to hockey. And then my son will just be the, uh, like now when he plays, you know, he's not Gretzky on the ice. He's an okay player, but I call him the disruptor. Because try to get past him with a puck and see if he doesn't just smash it out of it's your hand. It's all about character, man. That's, that's yeah. it. Character so and heart. If, the, if Jake could be the first round pick. And then my son goes like an eighteenth round disruptor. We'll be just we'll be very happy with that. We we need everybody. The problem is though is that Pete will probably get us in trouble somehow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Pete and I will go to all the games together, and I'll find out Pete's betting on Pete's trying to betting on the team <laughs> to, to lose. Uh-huh. You wouldn't do that, Pete. <laughs> to win, <laughs> to win, he would buy the referees. No, he not the referees. Do that. But he couldn't buy his son either. He has to buy my son. Uh-huh. Yes, Jake's like, I would never do that, Dad. And my son's like, What's it called? What are I getting for it? <laughs> Five grand. Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll dive. I'll do it. I'm just saying, it's a movie. It's coming out. <laughs> all right, we're going out. Chico, gotta thank a, you. Might have a role. You yeah. need a little role. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're Cameo gonna, role. Or you're like by that. By the time that movie comes out, you're going to be the general manager. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I'll yeah. take that. I'm too much gray to be anything else. Hey, I love you, man. Yeah, I love you too, <laughs> buddy. Uh, thanks, oh, th- thanks for being nice to me. Did you hear that? Chico is all, you're one of the yeah. only guests to ever say I love you that I responded naturally yeah. to. Normally, it makes me very uncomfortable. Twenty five years, man. No, yeah. I know, I know, but I didn't. Even, I said it, and I didn't even realize yeah. I said it. Really? Most times, people are like, "I love you," and I'm like, 
Go get him, or I look at Spanish, and Spanish will say love it for me. That's true love. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.